R&B, hip-hop status, true more or less, jazz classical type hits, that's the side effect, yeah, but internationally loaned to play the best hits, independent radio spins, non-politic, filled with all types of advice, inspiration through the daily groove that bring moves, pumping straight flavor, Nicki Minaj and a Teddy Riley, so grab your champagne and vibe, meet you in the lobby, side effect support groupers, radio blast rise, from Monday to Wednesday, Thursday to Friday, 7 p.m., so keep it tuned on the fly day, the side effect way, you're the highway, 30 minute in they cool Wednesday, that's Jag on the airway still, the side effect way on the highway, call 323-784-9635, we live, in effect with the side radio. This is Krisha Turner, and you are listening to the SciFX Radio. Hello, world. Thank you for tuning in to the SciFX Radio show. I am Sci, your host. I'm battling a real bad cold right now. I got post-nasal drip. I'm dripping all over the mic. <laughs> I know that's so nasty, isn't it? Well, it's not really dripping all over the mic, but, you know, it's a little splash here and there. But I got my tissue. And um, I'm so stuffy. Oh my gosh. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to the show. Shout out to everyone on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. If you're on Instagram and Twitter, please by all means follow your girl at I am Psy. Also, shout out to The Jag Music for that dope intro. Follow him on Twitter at The Jag Music. And if you want to do some collabos, hit him up. All right. Tonight. Tonight on the Sci Effect Radio Show, I have the very beautiful Krisha Turner. Half Canadian, half Jamaican. You know, when I get to talking to people of different cultures, I sometimes adapt that accent really quick. I don't know if I do it on purpose or it's just something that just happens, but Jamaican and Canadian. <laughs> I fell in love with Krisha Turner. A couple of years ago, um, I think her first album was named Passion, if I'm not mistaken. And tonight, she's on the Side Effect Radio Show. She's released her new joint called uh, Gimme That, Gimme That. That's not how it goes, but that's my jam for real. So when I first, when I heard that song on YouTube, I had to reach out to Krisha to have her come on the show. And she's here. So... Sit back, relax, don't go nowhere because I'll be back with Krisha Turner right after this. Hey, this is John Witherspoon. Bang, 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 bang. Don't nobody go to the bathroom for the next 35 or 45 minutes. Yeah, boy. You're listening to the Side Effect Radio Show. Attention, ladies. Are you tired of wearing jeans that makes your booty look as flat as a pancake? Are you tired of sitting on soft surfaces and not being able to leave that curvaceous booty print? Well, then look no further. I Am Psy was just approved for an unlimited Home Depot credit card. And I just purchased pounds of cement, super glue, and racks on racks on racks on racks of fix of flat. Call one 800 big booty for your free consultation with yours truly me i am fly and i will have your booty going from wham to damn in 10 minutes call me now 1-800 big booty all operators are standing by welcome krisha to the sci effect radio show 
thank you for having me. You're welcome. Now, Carissa, where are you from and where do you reside? Where am I from and where do I reside? I am from, born and raised in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Um, I'm also of Jamaican heritage, so I did a lot of my upbringing back and forth, and I actually went to high school in uh, Kingston. So Jamaica, Canada, and right now, I often like to say I'm just a gypsy. I live absolutely everywhere. My life is in planes and hotels and all of that. So I can't say I have a home right now like that. (laughs) Okay, okay. Now, what is it like... Having the best of both worlds, you're a little Jamaican, you're a little Canadian. What was it like for you growing up? Ah, For me, growing up, having the influence of both cultures, of both Canada and both Jamaica, like, prominent in my life, um, my mother being the Jamaican and my father being the Canadian, I don't know, it allowed me to see a lot more and learn a lot more really, really quick. Um, often I would spend Christmases in Jamaica. Every year we would go to Jamaica. And, um, you know, having the that that ability to see, you know, what Canada looks like, which to me is, you know, we have very middle class. You know, it's, it's, it's not poverty-stricken like Jamaica is in some areas. Um, and so having the ability to see that, but then also being exposed to so much different culture in food, in fashion, in especially music for me because those are definitely influences that that are prominent in my life and my career right now. Now, for some, success within the entertainment realm sometimes happens overnight. Is this your story? Oh, no, trust me. I had to do a lot. Um, I didn't start singing until I was 16, so I was a little late in that realm of, of of things, and that was, wasn't until I moved to Jamaica and was there in school and just completely consumed by the culture that, you know, I had a bunch of friends who peer pressured me to join my church youth choir. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't start singing until then, but as soon as I came back to Canada, um, I decided that music was going to be my full-time goal, and as soon as I graduated, I started doing everything I could from, you know, musical theater to acting classes, piano to guitar to vocal lessons, you know, I would go to courses, I would I would do every audition, and I started actively being involved in the underground urban scene um, and performing at hip-hop clubs on Fridays and Saturday nights, and that was a good three years until I met my manager, my now manager, he's still my manager, his name is Christmas, and then, you know, from there, you know, that's, he's the one who we, you know, after I got him, he walked me into Virgin Records in New York City, you know, and now, that was when I first got signed back in 2006 um, by Virgin, and um, everything has been you know, a progression from there. And with my first album, my second album, everything has been, you know, a long time coming, a long time working, and and me putting in 150% into everything that I did. So for me, it definitely wasn't an overnight at all. Um, But I think it allows you to appreciate it a bit more. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, Mm -hmm. you're a beautiful woman. Is it hard or was it hard proving yourself that you're not just a pretty face in the music industry? There's, there's, there's pros and cons. There's a lot of people who assume, like, oh, you know, me, um, I was in L.A. for a little bit, and, 
you know, as far as as my musical success, you know, I'm still very unknown in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you do get the assumption, like, oh, yeah, she's just a model. And I'm like, no, actually, that's not what I do. I'm, <laughs> I'm an artist. Right. And, um, and then even that in the industry, people are like, oh, okay, you know. But then for me, I've had a lot of opportunities where, you know, I then get to sing for people and they're like, oh, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, we do have people in the industry who I call them, they're probably more entertainers than they are musicians. You know, they may not be the best vocalist, but, you know, they can dance, they can put on a show, and, and that's mm-hmm. what they're about. And they have, they definitely have their place in this industry. But sometimes, you know, having to prove that, you know, I actually, I've worked for this. I didn't just walk into a room and smile that I've, I've put in my time and that, you know, I'm actually a musician and I'm actually a songwriter and, and I do all of those things myself. It's definitely something that I have to prove. Cause a lot of people just assume, oh, yeah, she got that because, you know, because she got a pretty face. And, right. and you know, I, I find pleasure in being able to prove them that I, I've worked for it because, you know, that's, that's been my life. Mm-hmm. What artist or who inspired you to do what you do? I have a number of people who influenced me over the years. Um, when I first started uh, getting vocally trained, I uh, sought out a jazz teacher and uh, very specifically wanted to be trained in jazz. Um, so I have, you know, I grew up, my father was a big blues. He he loved listening to, you know, B.B. King and, yeah. and the jazz world. He loved listening to Billie Holiday and all those kind of things. So I was very, very, very influenced by Billie Holiday. Um, I'm actually a big, big lover. I know Aretha Franklin is known for soul, but before she did soul, she did jazz. Mm-hmm. And her jazz catalog is absolutely amazing. And I've, I've listened to that I don't know how many times. Too many to count. And then in modern music, um, one of my favorite all-time artists is Erica Badu. And um, just for performers, I am a big Beyonce fan. I think she's I think she's epic. I think she's amazing, and I aspire to be able to, you know, be like her in every realm of 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 her dancing capabilities, of her vocal capabilities, of her songwriting capabilities, of the empire that she has built. So I have, like I say, yeah, I have a number of people who who okay. influence my life and my music. Very colorful indeed. Um, describe mm-hmm. your music to those who have never heard it before. Well, my music is a little bit, it's its a little bit complicated in the sense that now I am on my third album. I just finished recording my third album. And um, because I had full creative control on this one, there's definitely been a sound change. My first album was very pop. I had, um, I had a couple co-writes, but a lot of it, you know, the label put me with, of some amazing songwriters, and I got to do some of my jazz influence on a couple songs, some of my soul influences on a couple songs, R&B, all that, and um, and the and the pop hits which uh, my first album, Passion, uh, generated. Don't call me baby, which is one of my biggest songs to date. And then my second album, um, I went to Jamaica, and I recorded half the album there, and then traveled the U.S., and it was a mixture. It was called Tropical Electric, and it's just as the title says. I was taking the tropical influences of my <laughs> life and infusing them with dance, electronic music, and um, 
the electronic world has been amazing to me. I had a number one dance song in Spain last summer with Wally Lopez, and um, even a bunch of my dance remixes have 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 charted in the U.S. Uh, two of them reached number one on U.S. Billboard dance charts. And to continue my long explanation, this now my third album is um, I am taking all of of my Jamaican influence with the dance hall and the reggae, and I'm crossbreeding it with um, my executive producer. His name is Young Yanni. He's very hip-hop, very um, almost trap-ish, I guess you might say, (laughs) but we're fusing those two worlds of the dance hall, the reggae, and uh, the American hip-hop, and we've been having fun. So this album is very, very, very much more urban, and um, I get to kind of, I guess you could say I pull up my swag a lot more on this one. I get to be, you know, I'm a Gemini, so I've always said I have my two sides, which is my Canadian, which is my Jamaican. (laughs) So this one, this one, I'm pulling out all of Jamaican, all of the Jamaican, all the Jamaican swag, all the Jamaican dialect, all of that. So I'm I'm excited for uh, people to hear it. I can't wait, and I'm I'm loving the single. Give me that. I said when I first heard it, I kept playing it over and over again, and I was like, oh my god, it sounded like she had so much fun with this track. Tell us about this track. <laughs> ah, yes, give me that. We actually, me and my executive producer, Young Yanni, we we leaked that. So that's not the version you have is actually not even the official full right. version. Um, that's actually going to be going to radio. Uh, uh, Universal putting it out. Universal okay. putting it out um, at the top of the year because the album we're gearing up because I finally finished recording, gearing up for first quarter. And um, but yes, give me that is is definitely the introduction to my new sound. Um, and yes, we had so much fun with this. So for for everybody who's listening, this is this is definitely a taste of what's to come and a representation of this entire third album. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Awesome. Thank you, thank you. Well, I can't wait because I was like, gosh, this is two minutes. This has to be a tease. Oh, my God, I hope this is on the album. You know, I'm like, I had 20 million questions as I kept playing it over and over and over and over again. So thank you for that info. <laughs> no problem. Yes, it's definitely a teaser. We saw there's still the full-length version, and, and, and yes, it's going to be officially released and, and put on iTunes and all that stuff, uh, and the okay. video and everything is going to be dropping yeah, at the top of the year. So, like I said, okay. full-fledged gear up, and, uh, yeah, that's the, it's, like I said, that's the best way I can describe, you know, the new sound. Hey guys, this is Krisha Turner, and you are listening to the Side Effects Radio. Listen to my song, give me that right now.
love, I keep you coming back Give me that, give me that, give me that Baby, give me all that Give me that, give me that, give me that My lover, I keep you coming back It's a lover, lover I just wanna love ya It's a lover, lover Ain't no one above ya the water across the red line for y'all Papa funny lick a good side with y'all Papa spend his time with y'all Bitches saying oh my, I'm my eye on y'all My black eye, yo Who am I, baby I, the I and I The one I give you all that You supply, ain't no lie Kiss and nice, yeah everything I need that Gimme, gimme, gimme that Gimme that, gimme that Baby, give me all that Give me that, give me that, give me that My love, I'll keep you coming back Give me, give me, give me that, give me that, give me that Baby, give me all that Give me that, give me that, give me that My love, I'll keep you coming back You know, your fans are real nosy, girl They want to get all up in your mix so, <laughs> they want to know who is Krisha listening to in her iPod when she's just chilling out. Who am I listening to in my iPod? Oh, gosh. See, this changes. I'm a very moody musical person. Mm-hmm. And um, just because of this album and, you know, the the energy that I wanted to translate, my playlist is very much like beer, all dance hall, like vibes, cartel, and popcorn, and all, like, anything Jamaican I'm listening to, you know, and, um, but, you know, for me, I, I switch it up every once in a while. The other day, I was listening to Florence and the Machine. Um, I love this artist named Little Dragon. I adore her. I, I love her stuff. Um, you know, there's definitely, um, Who's album else did I just buy right now? Uh, of course, everybody bought the new Drake album. Love that. You know, too. taking in a lot of new stuff and, and definitely a bunch of different genres on my iPod. Dating. You know, we got some guys out there want to know if they have a chance with you, girl. Are you dating or are you looking or are you just focusing on music? Oh, well, unfortunately to all the guys out there, I'm actually married. (laughs) Breaking heart Uh right now. You're breaking heart. I know. I apologize, gentlemen. (laughs) I apologize. But, yes, I'm a a married woman. Uh, Okay. uh, Okay. Actually, me me and my husband were uh, about to be celebrating our our third year anniversary. Well, congratulations. Love is beautiful. Congratulations, Krisha. Thank you. Now, if you could tour open for any artist out there, who would it be? Any artist out there. Oh, gosh. I guess in my mind, I also go into the technicality of thinking, you know, do I have to find someone that fits my sound, or am I just saying, like, I would love to open for this person in general? Um, Oh, boy. I don't even know. For me. I know that could be tough. Like I said, I'm a fan of Beyonce. If I ever got to open up for Beyonce one day, I would die. That would be, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be beyond amazing. And then I have a friend right now who um, 
is a drummer and who's on tour with uh, Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z, that, that would be an epic show to open wow. for as well. Have you been able to stay true to your artistry? Um, there are definitely, like any relationship, there are always moments of compromise. Um, so I've definitely had to compromise over the years, but at the same time, I've been very blessed that I've, I've had the opportunity to work with, you know, different producers or, or have a team that stands behind me and allows me to at least influence whatever it is that I put out in some way, you know, like even in the sense of my first big song, Don't Call Me Baby, like I said, it was very pop. But for me, I look at that as, you know, my mother loved ABBA growing up, so I grew up listening to ABBA. So for me, that was like my tribute to ABBA. That was like my ABBA song. So I, I still connected with it and, and definitely found something that tapped into my heart and my soul as a musician. Um, but over the years, you know, they say uh, with success comes control. So I've definitely taken back a lot of my control, and therefore I get to stay, I guess, in a sense, more truer and less compromised, and I get to be, you know, this That's great. and to its, its fullest degree and just get to do what I'm feeling and what, and what you know, what energy I'm in at the time or, okay. you know, and mm-hmm. so... I'm definitely having the opportunity to stay more true. But needless to say, like I said, there's always sacrifices. You always sometimes have to make that one song that you know will be a little bit more radio friendly mm-hmm. um, or crossover friendly. But uh, like I said, I've been blessed to, to still be able to infuse a part of me in every song that I've ever put out. Before I let you go, can you provide any advice for those that are trying to pursue their passion and dreams within the music industry? Ah, yes, yes. For everybody out there trying to chase the dream, um, there's always two things that I say. One is perfect your craft. No matter how hard you think you're working, there's always somebody else out there working harder than you, and you need to make sure that you are the best that you can possibly be. There is talent, and then once you have that talent, you need to expand it. You need to be, you know what I mean, the fastest sprinter is naturally fast. They're not going to break that world record unless they train. So you need to go out there. You need to do music lessons. You need to be put on stages performing. You need to, like I said, perfect your craft in any way, shape, or form. And then my second thing that I always say is increase your odds. I mean that in the sense that you will not be discovered in your bathroom singing. So to increase your odds, you need to be at as many places and on on as many stages as you possibly can to increase your odds of being at the right place at the right time because that's what this industry is all about, being at the right place at the right time with the right people. And the more places you are, the more likely you will run into that right person at the right time. Awesome advice, Grisha. I want to thank you for taking a moment at your busy schedule to come on the Sire Effect Radio Show. I wish you much, much success. You're welcome back anytime. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Sire. I had a good time talking to you. I'm glad. Thank you. I had a blast. Thank you all for hanging out with me on the Sire Effect Radio Show tonight. If you're on Instagram and Twitter, follow your girl at I am Psy. Also, like the Psy Effect Radio Show fan page on Facebook under the Psy Effect. And if you'd like to be a guest on the Psy Effect Radio Show, email me at 
info at the com. Until next time, continue to spread peace and love. Mwah.